<laughs> Nick, do you smell that? Do you smell that? <laughs> that is the smell of success, my man. Yes. Success. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Beautiful thing. Oh, man. This is awesome. I'm so excited. This is great. Oh, I, I have been looking forward to this all week. All week. <laughs> Let me see if I can make sure that uh, that everyone's on here, all right? Get some people to jump on, and I can share, share. Because right now we're live on, on my page, all right? And so, awesome. I'm going to share it. I'm going to tag you. And then uh, let's get on with this. Let's, oh. let's, let's do this, man. we we got to give the people what they want, man. All right. So, you know, I, I was always so interested in, in, in talking about what other entrepreneurs and sex successful people and the, the personal development type people like you and I, and what goes on within your habits, your morning routines and things like that. Because I personally just love the, the habit aspect. There's been, I've noticed it the more that I've started to dive into different books that the ones that I really like and listen to multiple times are habit-focused books like um, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. I've listened to that three times. Um, the other one is Atomic Habits, which is like just absolutely phenomenal. I've listened to that twice. The Power of Habit. Um, and it, it's just like so awesome. So I'm curious about some of the things that, that you do or some of your morning routines and how you start your day. You know, so it's so interesting, Nick. It's uh, first and foremost, everyone watching, listen, this guy right here, Nick B, he is the people's champ. And let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you the proof that I have. If you look at the screen behind him, you see the one and only Rocky Balboa, right? With a head oh. up in the air, right? So listen, anyone that's got that in the corner, that's my kind of guy. So, um, you know, Nick, you asked a great question, right? And, and what it boils down to first and foremost is, you know, when you want to live an existence that's that's embedded and rooted in excellence, right? When you want to excel, right, to get to a point to where everything that you do has a ripple effect and it has multiple touch points because you want to invoke change, right? That is a practice. That is not something you're born with. It has got to be done every single day. Hence is why it's it's habitual, right? It's a habit, right? So the, the art and the notion, Aristotle said it best, right? excellence is not something you just pick up like a book, right? It is forged. It is tested. It has to be a part of your daily life and everything that you do, right? And it starts off with self-respect, right? And it's interesting, Nick, you and I, we started our conversation earlier this morning talking about taking care of our body, right? How important that is, right? And and we only get one of these things, right? And when, you know, it's not going to rise to the occasion to, to help you do what you need to do, especially if you're a fast paced individual like you and I, it will fail you. And if it fails you, it fails your ability to impact other people. So if you start with daily habits to take care of yourself because you have self-respect, other people will notice that. And that's a piece of encouragement for them to do the same. Not to even mention getting into all the really good stuff about um, what we do in our businesses, right? how it is that we try to push forward the mission of, of wanting to change the world. But it starts with with your calling, right? Nick, we've had conversations about that, right? I mean, what is our calling, right? What, what does that even mean? And how does that differentiate from what we do? And um, if you don't give yourself the best chance for success, which starts with very positive habits to take care of yourself, 
um, and take care of the thing in between your ears, you're, you're going to be running an uphill battle um, with a lot of potholes coming along the way. Yeah, and it's, it's so interesting, too, because the more people that you start to follow and you look at, you start to realize – a lot of these successful people, they're saying the same thing. And so to me, it's, it's like, all right, well, this isn't even a question. There, there's, no, there's no debate of, of whether or not I should be doing this. It, it, you know, it's a no-brainer. I want to be successful. I'm going to do what successful people are doing. I mean, one of the number one things, like we were just talking about, is exercise. I mean, that is literally the number one thing that so many people say. And I think the, the biggest part is, it's like what you said, is in your head. and But the mind is all together, the body together. If you right. want to perform well in your head and in your business, then you need to be stay physically active because it's all connected. You know, and it, it's like the morning too. And, and I talked about this with getting started in the morning because then that sets your day up, getting the blood flowing. And that has been a game changer for me. Well, I think about it this way, right? I mean, Nick, you do a ton of presentations just like I do, right? We both understand that, listen, the first 20 seconds of your presentation, you set the stage, right? You are framing the audience for what's to come, right? And so if you don't do the same thing with your life, right, the first 20, 30 minutes when you wake up in the morning, what does that consist of, right? How are you framing your day? Because it's the same exact, it's the same exact psychology. It really is. You, you've got to prime it. Right. What's your priming look like? And if, you know, a lot of folks say, oh, man, I'm just not a morning person. It's a choice. Right. I Listen, I was not a morning person. <laughs> at all. And, you know, through indoctrination and watching other successful people, um, you know, you learn, well, why would they do it in the first place? And it makes such a big difference because it shapes how you're going to tackle all the tasks, the challenges and the successes of the day. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's like you said, I wasn't a morning person early, uh, either. I always considered myself a night owl. And I recently have like, well, slowly been developing a change. But recently what really got me going was the book, The Miracle Morning. Yeah, and absolutely. And they just talk, talk about getting up earlier. And I'm like, yeah. I'm on board. And this book has literally changed my life. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, it's kind of funny. Because of it, it makes me jump out of bed in the morning. And what's been happening this past week my sleep's been a little messed up because yeah. I like wake up and I'm like, let's go. And it's like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> it's oh my like gosh, way yeah. too early. Like, and it keeps happening where, but, but my goal was to wake up earlier. And so now I've been waking up even before 6am, which is like crazy. I mean, I, I used to do that in high school when I yeah. did diving in a morning practice, but other than that, it's like, what? Yeah. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. 6 a.m., before the sun's up, you want me to get up? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and But it has been a game changer because I feel like so much is accomplished, and it's not even like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've already done this, 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 and this. And it's amazing, right, because when, like, lunchtime rolls around, you have done so much, and you're like, oh, I still got another half the day. Let's rock and roll. You know what I mean? Where, where you know, when you're, you're waking up at 8, 8.30 – by the time you get things going, you know, it's, it's noon before you know it. And when I know for me, so my typical wake up time is 5 a.m., right? That is, I'm ready to rock and roll, right? I get up. Now, it wasn't always that way, right? It didn't start out that way. Um, but it's gotten to a point to where by the time 8 a.m. hits, I have gone to the gym, I have meditated, and I've planned, I've whiteboarded the most important things of my day that need to get accomplished, right? With milestones and objectives and all that kind of good stuff. But truly, 
one of the biggest things that I do is every single activity, anything that calls for a piece of my time, right? Because time is the one thing of currency we can never get back, right? So you better be real smart and how you're investing it because you're only given so much, right? So I ask myself, why am I doing this? Why, why of all, all days, why of all times am I going to be in, engaged or involved in this particular meeting with this particular person? If I can't justify it with it being a good investment of my time and my energy, I've gotten to a point to where I cut it out. I cut it out, right? Or I find something else or I, I will reallocate it to, to somebody else who's on my team for them to fulfill. Because if you don't, and again, it goes back to how much and how well do you respect yourself, right? Because you're not going to be frivolous with your time. I think we've all seen very, very successful folks. They're very, very meticulous about who and what they're doing with their time, right? You don't just waste it. So um, I, I feel like we have gotten farther away from that, though, um, as far as trends are concerned, because there's so much stimuli, right? I love social uh-huh. media <laughs> yeah. look what we're doing right now how cool is this right <laughs> we're literally cross country right and you and i are having an awesome discussion so uh and it's a it's, a, it's an incredible tool but when it's used as a distraction right when it's mm-hmm. taking you away from being productive in other mediums it can present a challenge right so it's just being very judicious um with what you're doing and ask yourself why am i doing it instead of just going through the motions which all of us do stop back and say why why <laughs> What what's the end result, right? I think that's really important as well. Yeah, and that's tough for me. I struggle with that so much because of what you just said. I justify social media as yeah. like this is where I'm building my business. You know, I'm making connections. You know, this is how you you grow a following. You know, things of that sort. And I justify it. But there's so much time. There's so much time on there where I'm not doing even those things, and I'm just on there. And then you get caught in it, and it's so easy to get caught in it. And you're like, what are you right. doing? Like, and, and I'm sure you can relate to this and other people that are watching can relate to this. You take out your phone and you automatically go to something without even looking like you're like, I didn't even think about it. My brain just went right to Facebook and opened it up. That's exactly right. And it's such a crazy thing. It is. No, no, no. You hit the nail on the head, Nick. I mean, it's a conditioning problem. We have conditioned ourselves, right? To this, this thing that we hold in our hand, put in our pocket, in our briefcase, whatever it control it literally it controls us because we allow it to right mm-hmm. and, and so and that's a really powerful thing because think of how many young folks right like if, if they lost their phone for a day you would think world war three is kicking off right i mean it's like at what point did things switch to where we became so dependent on this piece of technology is it very powerful of course is it very productive it can be but it could also be very destructive at the same time and setting up false expectations and creating a reward system that's immediate, uh, which, look, we both know as entrepreneurs, when you build a business and you build it the right way, it takes time. There's not an immediate pop, right? It, it just doesn't work that way. You may have some quick wins, but building a model that is scalable, longitudinal and sustainable in nature, it takes time. And the one thing that we have learned through technology is we're getting less and less patient because we want everything right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the art of that is something that really requires deep reflection and understanding how you're investing your time and that it's a long-term investment. And I really think when you think about successful habits, patience with yourself, I think Mm -hmm. that's such an important thing that we don't necessarily see a lot of, um, anymore, um, or in general, it takes, uh, an incredible amount of, of foresight to understand that 
listen, I didn't get the win today and it's all right, but I'm going to stay in the fight. Right. Mm -hmm. So many people get so discouraged. I didn't work out the way that I wanted to. Well, where'd you set your expectation bar? Right. And so how can I, it's like, you know, I think of Rocky, right. I go into a boxing gym. If I've never boxed before ever in my life. Yeah, he's ready. ready. (laughs) And I go into a boxing gym, you know, I train with a trainer for a month. I learn like a basic jab and a basic cross. And I say, okay, I'm ready to fight Tyson. <laughs> right? like, no, you got to train for years. And it's the same thing with building a successful business. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's the consistency. And, and one thing that I think helps with that, and one thing I always try and remind myself in regards to like having that patience is, is reflecting on the things of where you've already come and how far you've grown from before. Because it's right. so easy to get caught up on where we are and where we want to go that we don't realize. And we're like, man, like today was not good. I was not productive. But it's like also, well, look where you are, though. Like, look what's happened. Like, look what you've been able to do in this progression. You know, I always try and think of each day as a battle. And the goal is to win the war. And, and there's all these little things that happen, like checklists that I have in my brain. Like, did I exercise today? Did I eat healthy today? And those, are, yeah. those help contribute to whether or not it was a win. You know, was Absolutely. I productive? And to me, it's all about that. Like, we're, we got a battle to win and, you know, we got a, a war to win. So it's battle to battle. Oh, I think I'm losing you. I lost. All right. Well, it's just me. Hopefully he'll uh, jump on real quick. Um, here he is. He's back on. Oh, <laughs> coming back on one second. All right. Now you're back on. You're back on. Oh, no, I lost him again. Technical difficulties. See, this is the thing that happens with technology um, that you can't always expect. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because he's, uh, he's remote and not on Wi-Fi. Oh, let's see. Coming back on again. Let's, let's give this a try again. Let's see if it pops on. And kicked off again. Huh. All right. Well, this was an awesome conversation. It looks like the technology is uh, is not being friendly with us today. But don't worry, because we're going to do this again. So to be continued, hold on. We'll try it one more time. One more time. Let's see. Are we on? Are we, ah, we there? We back on? <laughs> All right. And there you have it, folks, when technology doesn't work in your favor. Right <laughs> It happens. It happens. I almost closed it out, but we're back. I'm, we're back. Awesome. I'm glad. Awesome. You still got some more time? I know. I know Absolutely. You... No, no, okay. no. This is good. This is good. Right. So, so go ahead. I, I mean, I, obviously, I didn't catch what you were saying. The, the app cleared out on me, but um, please continue your thought. Um, now I lost my train of thought trying to get, get you back <laughs> on here. Um, but, but back to just like oh, the battle. So it's like we have this war mm-hmm. that we're trying to win, and each day is a battle. And, you know, if we don't constantly reflect on our wins and on those battles that we won, then it's going to make that war seem much more difficult and much right. harder. That's exactly right, man. It's, um, it's amazing, right? And this is such a cliche and old saying, but the quickest way to eat an elephant one bite at a time. And it sounds great, right? But what, is it, what does it mean to us and how do we apply it? You know, there's so much great knowledge out there, Nick. There's so many good books. There's so many thought leaders. There's so many centers of influence. And it all sounds wonderful, but when you actually take the nuggets of what they're saying, they're all based off of principles and all the principles are the same, right? Mm-hmm. But how we apply it, right, requires a, a sense of, of self-awareness to know what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are 
and then to be very objective, which being objective with ourselves, it's not as easy, right, as a lot of people think it is. I mean, you really, to take away all the bias that we have is impossible, right? Because the filters that our brain carries, I mean, those are our models that are indoctrinated in us from a very young age. So to develop the skill set and the patience and the aptitude to take a step back, look at ourselves from the outside in, when you can do that and you can recognize what, what those pitfalls are that you have to work on, it allows you to set manageable and attainable goals. And each day, right, if you have a dream, right, how do you get to that dream, right, through setting goals? How do you set goals and, and accomplish those goals? By setting milestones, right? And not doing that, right? We always set these grandiose expectations. I'm going to start this business. It's going to be the best thing ever. And you get six months in and you're burned out, right? It's because you go so hard and you pour everything you've got, but you think you're being productive when you're not, right? And so being able to take a step back, be patient with ourselves, be realistic with ourselves, um, and, and slowly have those wins to your point. Be able to build up an understanding of, okay, so I think I'm being effective, but at the end of the day, what matters to business owners and entrepreneurs? What the market has to say, because who are we appealing to? The market, right? <laughs> so if I'm not taking constructive feedback from the market and applying it, and I'm not taking constructive feedback from people who have been there and done that and applying it, if I think I know all the answers, that's a one-way ticket to being in a heck of a struggle throughout the entirety of your journey as an entrepreneur or an executive or a, a leader in general. Yeah. And I think often in our respective fields, we often think that people know the things that we do and, and are like, and, and really just people don't. So how we communicate on a regular basis is so important. And, and that goes with understanding the market and understanding your people and your customers. Right. Cause you know, you, you, how you communicate is, is everything in your message. And, and no matter what you do, I mean, everything is communication, whether it be, you know, relationships that you have, business contacts, customers, you know, and the more that you can continue to grow that. And I think that communication is really improved through relationships, you know, being able to strengthen those relationships. And that comes with getting people to know you, like doing these live interactions and, and having more communicate, having, this is, this is me and you communicating. That's We're getting exactly. to know each other better, but That's anybody right. who's watching is now getting to know us a little right. bit more, our potential customers or, or business partners. And like, right. that's what is what's going to attract different people. And the more that right. we can be open and be ourselves, the more that we're going to attract like-minded people. And, you know, and, and, and Nick, it's such an important thing because there's also a sentiment in the market where people are tired of, of the 1980s, 1990s style of being sold. Right. And the, mm -hmm. the, the pitch and, you know, you build up to the offer and, you know, we've all been there. We all get it. Right. Um, what people want and what everyone is thirsting for is authenticity. Mm -hmm. People want authentic relationships, relationships that mean something and are genuine because you have a genuine interest in what's going on in the other person's life and how it is that you can help. Right. And so um, and that that is an upside to, to social media. Right. Getting a peek into people's personal lives, right? Like really what makes you tick, right? What does that moment look like when, you know, you're, you're cheering your five-year-old son who's playing T-ball and you capture that picture and you share it with the world. What a special, what a cool opportunity to be able to do that, right? And so um, for us as business owners and, and, and folks who are, are 
looking to want to influence others to make their lives better through either a product or a service, it is so important when a habitual nature that you are first and foremost authentic with yourself, right? And again, how well do you know yourself, right? If you are not being genuine, if you are doing what I like to call the tap dance, you got to tap dance over here to appease these people, tap dance over there to appease these people, because eventually I want their business. Guess what? If you, if you don't think that they can't see through that, you're sadly mistaken <laughs> because they can, they can right? Um, and that, that is the beautiful thing about the, the quote-unquote gut reaction, right? That gut, listen to your inner voice. It speaks to all of us every single day. Now, the question is, do we actually listen to it? That's, that's huge. That's a big thing. Uh, I was talking to another uh, a, a business coach, and, and that was one thing that I've really noticed and it was kind of a crazy thing over the last couple of years. There were a few instances where I was trying to make a decision. Um, and every time I made this one decision, I kept coming back to it and coming back to it. And, and then eventually when I made the, the other decision, you know, the other choice, then I stopped coming back to it. And, it, and it, so my inter, you know, whatever you want to call it was, was saying like, nope, that's wrong. Come back. You know, and so my my brain was like trying to be logical, trying to stop me. I, the situation really was whether or not I wanted to start my business. That was, that was right. the thing I was going back and forth between. And so, you know, your brain wants to protect you. Like, no, this is the safe route. Like, this is yes. the way to go. Like, play play the, sa the safe route. And I, and I have this marked in my journal because it's a day that I'll never forget. I like And in the journal, there's only one page pinned. Like, literally yes. one page pinned. It was that yeah. day. When I decided to, that this is what I was going to do, I was going to do it on my own. But, but to back to what we were talking about, it's that, that drive where you have something internally inside you that's, that's saying like, nope, this is the right. And, and once you start to notice it, right. then you can start to listen to it easier. And that, that's what I'm going to try and do more on is notice that so I can go with it from the start so I don't have this back and forth for so long. It takes it takes courage. It takes confidence. And it takes intestinal fortitude. You know, that there is – um, a world-renowned uh, executive coach named Dr. Bill Anton. Dr. Bill Anton says something that's profound. He says this, he goes, in a situation where you have to choose between the easier decision or the harder decision, always make the harder decision, right? And it's like, okay, I, I hear it, right? But, and, and it sounds easy to say, but oh my gosh, when you are in it, man, when you are you know, it's 11th hour and, and, and you, you are getting stuff thrown at you left and right. You're like, ah, oh, it's easier for me to just do this. I mean, think about it, right? It applies to everything. You know, you, you're, you're getting up first thing in the morning and it's cold outside or it's rainy and it's 5 a.m. and it's dark and it's like, ah, oh, maybe I'll just hit the snooze button and, you know, I'll give it another 15, 20 minutes. Well, guess what? That's the easier decision, right? That's the easier choice. What's the harder choice? No, get up and deal with it. Right. That 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 one small thing. Right. How that ripples throughout my entire day is huge. Right. Or if you have to let a team member go. Right. W what does that look like? You know, do you not want to have to face it because you don't like conflict or you don't know what to say? Well, then learn what to say. Right. And, and that's how growth happens. The, the hard decisions require you to lean into the sharp points of life. And when you can lean into the sharp points of life, you open up a whole new pinnacle, a whole new vista. Right. But um, I think we, we have a a culture that really likes convenience. We like convenience. We don't like those growing pains, feeling uncomfortable. And that is where the really good stuff in life is at, right? Whether it's business or personal, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Yeah. And to what you're saying too, with, uh, you know, making the hard decision, 
it's also it's the hard decision now for the to have it be easier later and i think yeah. that's the biggest thing like you're talking about working out early and and you know back to like how we started this conversation with working out it's the same thing right. people are are all about the short term and they're like i don't feel like working out well in 20 years from now when you're obese and now you're really going right. to have heart disease troubles right. getting around your house you're more likely to die earlier so we talked about during this video about time that you can't get yes. time back well That's right when you're not treating yourself properly, like, and yeah, things happen, you know, cancer or you get hit yeah. by a bus, whatever, of but you got to assume that you're going to be able to live a long life. And, That's and I want to, I want to live till like I'm a hundred and be like strong and kicking, you know, mind and body oh, be yeah. able to do that. And, 100%. and not everyone I think has that thought. And again, it's, it's, it's the being able to switch your thought from the short term to the long term. And what you really want in the long game, being able to put up Absolutely. small sacrifices now for long-term game. Well, you know, and think about there too, Nick, is, you know, when you think of what can you control, right? When you think of life, what can Gino and what can Nick control? The only thing that we can control is ourselves. That is it, literally, right? No type of interaction or outcome with other people. Why? Because a lot of times, I mean, yes, yeah, psychological science has come a long way, right, as far as predicting behavior patterns. But human beings always have this element of unpredictability, right? Other folks that we're, we're inter interacting with. I mean, how many times have you had a friend or an acquaintance? You're like, oh, he's a nice guy. I trust him. And then does something left field? And you're like, whoa, did not see that coming, right? So, but when you think of what you can control, the easy part is what it is we put ourselves in, the situations we put ourselves in. The hard part is being able to navigate all the complications we fabricate in our brain that is attached to our emotions that sway us one way or the other. But the decisions themselves, they're easy, right? We just put a bunch of other context that makes it more difficult for us. So, you know, w when thinking about the long-term play, right? Well, if I choose what I put in my mouth, if I choose if I exercise or not, that's all easy because they're just choices. What's not easy and what's not predictable is, the accidents that happen, cancer that happens, other people's behavior and how that affects our day in, day out routine. So it, the easy part, if we could take care of ourselves and make ourselves the best version that we can be, that way we can deal that much easier with everything else that life throws at us that we can't control. Mm -hmm. And and I, I heard that I'm, right now I'm listening to uh, the, the 12 Rules of Life by okay. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And so like rule number, I think it's two or three, I think it's two. Uh, when they talk about treat yourself how you would treat someone else. So it's not not, not treat others how you want to be treated. It's right. treat yourself how you would treat someone else. So, you know, he uses examples of how, you know, if, if you oh, like like your pet, like people take care of their pets better than they take care yeah. of themselves. Oh, my gosh, yes. And it's an amazing thing. Like, oh, your pet's starting to get fat. What do you do? Strict diet. That's exactly you right. Put, you, you start going on walks. You're like, hey, yeah. we're, getting you, we're getting you back healthy. We're going to do it. We're going to be strict to it. That's you know, yet we're not strict towards ourselves. Like you, you want your pet to live longer. What? But but you're not going to sacrifice that same thing for yourself. And man, you nailed it, right? And, and again, that's why I know for me the biggest epiphany years ago was it's self-respect, right? I mean, respect you, respect what you have to offer, respect how it is that that the, the gifts that you've been given, right? To 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 do what it is that you love to do and what your calling is. But somewhere down the line we made it real difficult to, to, to do that. Right. 
And it's sad. It's really, really sad. But the good news is that it, it, it's just it's decisions. It's choices. That's all it is. It's choices. But it, it's amazing how difficult we make those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's the big thing. And, and I think by breaking it, everything down into smaller, it makes those things easier. And I think that's a struggle that we have is people, they picture things so big, they picture things so difficult. You know, if it's like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. How about you start with five? Yeah, you know, bingo. maybe bingo. maybe three pounds. I know, you know, right. sometimes it's hard. So Small like, wins, man. and then and then it makes it so much easier when you're like, oh, man, I already got my goal. Like, all right, what's next? Like another five pounds, another five pounds. And things get so much easier when you break things up into smaller, manageable task. I mean, they talk about this in Atomic Habits, and that was really big where it's like, it's yeah. not just about setting goals. It's about creating the habits every day right. and small steps they are going to get to that habit. I saw this quote the other day. It's great. It says, Rome wasn't built in a day, yeah. but there was a brick laid every single hour. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love that. that. I love that. I love that, man. It's – um. You know, it's one of those things that, again, habits, being habitual. Well, if you think of what makes up your habits, right? Well, it stems from your culture. Well, what's your culture? And I'm not talking about like, you know, um, international approach to culture, academic sense of culture. I'm talking about you, right? What is your personal culture, which is defined by who you're interactive, what you do, what you believe, and the habits that you partake in every single day, whether that's material or not, doesn't matter. So, each of us has our own culture, our, our own particular brand, our own particular flavor, right, of what we like to do and how we like to operate within the zone of life that we have. And if you don't know what that is, right, I mean, how, how, when was the last time, Nick, you ever saw someone write down their own personal constitution? Yeah, what they stand for, right? Right, but I mean, but that's, it's important because that's your ethos, right? Like, if you don't know who you are, right, if you don't know what it is that you stand for, Think of how easily swayed you are to go left or to go right or to get discouraged and not have anything firm, not have a pillar in the ground that says, boom, this is Nick. Boom, this is Gino, right? It's very easy if you don't have roots, if you don't have tentacles that lock you in, right, into the earth that says, no, I know I know that tree. That's, that's, that's the Nick tree. And I can tell you right now, that thing is an oak. It is solid, right? I know what it stands for, right? Uh, but it, now we live in a time where there aren't oak trees, right? There, there's there's grass, right? And, and people are very easily swayed one way or the other. Um, and again, it's it's a choice, it's a decision. But that's one thing. I mean, for anyone who's watching, I know for me when I actually wrote a one page personal constitution, it was eye opening because the first time I did it, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I I'm an entrepreneur, I'm creative, I'm adventurous, and all that kind of stuff. But like. What do you do with that right now? I've refined it. It's literally in a plaque on my office in my, in my house. And I read it every single morning right, as a reminder. Right. But that's a habit. That's awesome. That's really so, cool. But, um, but no, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a, a unique thing. I mean, when you start diving into the, the habits of success and what success means, it all stems back to achievement. What are you mm-hmm. doing to achieve things? Right. And, and how, what's your path to achievement look like? Yeah. And it starts, I think, like what you said with, with yourself. And once you understand yourself, then you understand right. what you want based on who, who you are. And once you understand what you, what you want, then you know where to go. And yeah. I, I think a lot of people are just out in the world. They're just like floating, like trying to find the next thing, oh, yeah. but not realizing that the next thing 
can be found within themselves and they're, they're trying to find it somewhere else. Like, and, and also like you need to try things if you don't know where you're going and, and figure out what, what works. You know, I, I was lucky right. enough, like I got put on stage early and was like, boom, oh my gosh, like, love this. This yeah. is, this is it. Like, you know, finding your calling like we were talking about before, you know, and that, that energy that comes with it. And, but it, it never would have happened if I did it. Like in college, I didn't think anything about public speaking oh, and, and I was decent yeah. of it and I did it, but I didn't even realize it was a skill at that time. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like the more that you do, the more that you get involved. Like when I first started doing video and then I was like, Oh, I like this, this is cool. You know, you figure it out and then, and then it's like, all right, I don't, I don't like this anymore. Or, or like, let me try this. But it's all about exploring and trying new yes. things. If, if you're thinking like, I don't have, you know, things to, to occupy my time. It's like, well, you're not trying enough things. I mean, exactly right. knitting may sound weird, but have you ever tried it? You don't yes. even know if that could be something that you like. No, it, it's so important, man. I mean, you said something that, that really resonated. You know, there's a book called The Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. And what Musashi tells us, he goes, look, the answers that you're seeking, they're already right in front of you, right? You, you're just too busy to actually listen or to see it because you're looking for the wrong things because you're looking in the wrong direction. You got to look inward instead of outward. But how often do we actually look inward? We do. Or we give ourselves an opportunity to be still and look inward. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, I, for me, like meditation, that is, that has been a game changer for me, a massive game changer. And, and, and it definitely, it helps in every facet of, of, of business, of personal relationships, because it, it pushes you to look inward. Um, and so I know a lot of successful colleagues of mine who do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that stillness of mind is very important. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Meditation is huge. I mean, that's another one. That's one of the common ones that successful people say. I saw yeah. a quote um, from like Bill Gates that was like, you know, we're, meditation is just a workout for your mind the same way that you would work out your body. That's and right. so, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, I meditated this morning and, and, and I, I, I stopped for like a while. And once I got back into it, it's been great. I've actually been, I originally did five minutes. Now I'm on the 10 minute train. And oh, I know some people do it even like longer, 20 minutes yeah. to an hour. Okay. And when, I know when some people hear that, they're like, what? No <laughs> way do you meditate for an yeah. hour. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. it's very common. It's very, yeah. very common that people will take that time and, and it will literally change your life i think it's again it starts with five minutes a day if you that's can right. you can start with one minute even um, and, and and watch yeah. what happens that's exactly and that's the thing too expectation management right like you know when you're first trying it, your first couple of weeks like be easy on yourself because you're yeah. not going to have this epiphany maybe you will i don't know but most people you don't have this epiphany it feels a little uncomfortable and you're sitting in silence and you're quiet depending on your posture but in time Mm -hmm. uh, it is amazing but it's like anything else new you have to be patient with it which means you need to be patient with yourself and consistent just like you said yeah. it, you if you want the results you don't get the success you're not like oh, i worked out one time now i'm super strong you know right. it takes consistent and the same That's things with right. meditation so when people are like i didn't get anything from that it's like well you did it one time, exactly. you know, what do you expect to happen? It's the same thing with anything you, and you're going to get better. Not, not to say that like meditation, you can get better because right. there's really no wrong way to do it. For but sure. when you start to get in that like flow state a lot easier, the more that you do it. And so Absolutely. you can jump right into it. Your mind starts to not wander as much right. and you, you're able to focus just on your breathing. Cause that's really, it is. You're just focusing and breathing trying to think about nothing that's really. It. 
that's exactly thinking about not thinking yeah <laughs> which is crazy right <laughs> oh man well nick this is awesome man this is uh always insightful love love the discussions and we need to uh we'll do this again next week or the week after love it yes we'll put something <laughs> in the books all right love we're doing it, it. i can't all wait right. keep being a rock star my man you too take care thank you all right, buddy bye bye